0: But when we are under attack, there are benefits, benefits that are available to the believer. And I want to talk to you about the benefits and show you what's available so that when you, go, you are under attack, you know how to react and how to think to the, in those situations. You might say, well, pastor, I am heavily under attack right now. I have issues going on in my marriage. I have issues going on in my body. I have issues going on in my relationships. I have issues going on in my finances. I have issues even going on in my mind. I'm heavily under attack. Well, you want to hear this word and you want to start taking notes and you want to prepare yourself so that you can have victory in Jesus' name. Amen. But you might say pastor i'm doing good everything is fine i have no problems on my marriage no problems in my finances no problems in my body i am great then you better get this word because the attacks are on their way they're coming amen they're coming someone says pastor can you just pray to god that i will never have any more challenges in my life that i'll never sin again that i'll never have any problems If you ask me for that prayer, I'd say, Father, kill them now. (laughs) This world is corroding away. You you, You could just be in your home all by yourself and walk out with the world's problems on your shoulders just by turning on that little TV set and watching the news. Attacking the nation, amen. And so... I want you to understand what to do when you're under attack. Amen. And I want you to know the benefits. Everybody say benefits. Now these are benefits of the servants of the Lord. How many are servants of God? I'm not just talking about people that are saved. I'm talking about servants of God. I'm here to serve God. That's all I'm here for. I'm here to serve God. If you're a servant of God, then these are your benefits. Amen. If you just believe in God for your salvation and you just want to squeak into heaven, well, this doesn't really apply to you. Just go on, put and get this message and put it somewhere in the future when you finally become a servant. Then you can reap the benefits, amen. You're not part of this club, amen. This, these benefits are for only those that are servants of God. Are you a servant of God? And if you're not, make yourself a servant of God today. Say, Lord, from this day forth, I'm going to serve you with all my heart and all my strength. I'm going to serve you, God. Amen. And so these are the benefits of the servants of God. There's three benefits of the servants of the Lord. Protection, vindication, and restoration. Protection. In Proverbs chapter 18 verse 10, it says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. You are safe in the name of Jesus. You are safe in the name of Jesus. And when you are under attack... There is a shelter in the name of Jesus that you can run to. There's a place of safety, a place of protection for you in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. So you run to the presence of the Lord. You run to the word of God. Amen. You have protection from the Lord. The Lord protects you in everything. Amen. When you are under attack, run to God. Tell your neighbor, run to the Lord. Don't run away from God. Run to God. Amen. Run to God because there's protection there. Amen. And then the second, the second benefit is vindication. Vindication means a, a, the definition of vindication is clearing someone of blame or suspicion. Clearing someone of blame or suspicion. You will see this. Listen, we work and we operate in, in, in this world where there's peoples and personalities and they got strongholds in their life and they got lusts and desires and even though they might tell you one thing but behind your back they'll do another there's no way that you could control those things there's no way you could fight the things that you are not even in present present for you know there are things you might be working in your in, in your business or in the industry and promotion was supposed to come your way, but a coworker did something to, to put negativity on your life. And, and now those that were going to promote you are thinking about demoting you because of lies and innuendos. Things they didn't know or things they thought they knew about you. I mean, how can you fight with, with, when you're dealing with those things? How can you fight when, when there are also people that are trying to put curses upon you to, to destroy you? How can, you, how can you fight in your marriage when, when, when someone starts lusting over your wife or your husband and they start go, using witchcraft to try to destroy you and put you out of, the, out of the picture? You say, well, pastor, does that really happen? Just drive down Harlingen and look at one of those, those, those curanderas over there. $10 will put, you could put curses on anybody, amen? They don't realize that the same curse they put on them, they also open up to put on themselves. And it kills them and destroys them. And so there might be accusations. Maybe, maybe you, 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 something happened in, in, in the legal system or they're accusing you of, of doing wrong and you know in your heart that you didn't do wrong. Well, the word of God says that he will vindicate you. He will fight for you. He will clear your name, amen. He will clear your name. He will clear you of all blame, amen. That's part of the promises of God. All blame and all suspicion. You cannot fight every battle. You cannot fight the thoughts that are in man. You cannot fight the way other people say about you. All you can do is trust in the Lord and allow him to fight for you. Amen. In Isaiah 54, go there. Isaiah 54 Isaiah 54 verse 16 I'm reading the New Living Translation. It says, I have created the blacksmith who fans the coals beneath the forge and makes the weapons of destruction. And I have created the armies that destroy. But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I... The Lord has spoken. So God says, I'm going to clear your name. You might think, well, I can hire a good lawyer. I can hire a good attorney. I guarantee you, you cannot find a better attorney than the Lord Jesus Christ. When he fights your battles, I tell you people of God, when he fights your battles, your name will be vindicated and then your name will be honored. God will protect you, and he will honor you. The Bible says they will come at you one way, but they will flee before you seven ways. When God is the one fighting your battles, you will win. I feel sorry for those who try to attack me. They don't know who's on my side. If God is for me, who can be against me? Amen. And so God will vindicate you. He'll clear your name. He'll make sure that those that may have cursed your name yesterday will begin to praise your name tomorrow. Amen. No weapon formed against you will prosper. It won't succeed. It will not prosper. It will not touch you. It will not hurt you. It will not destroy you. It will not work. Amen. People might be plotting things and, 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 and working things for your destruction. But God says... It will not succeed. Hallelujah. And then he says, Every voice that accuses you will be silenced. It will be silenced. You don't understand the power and the authority that you have in the name of Jesus. You don't understand the the majesty and the glory of God that surrounds you and the angels of the Lord that encampeth all around you. You don't recognize the power of God that has been released in this world to see that you will accomplish the works of God for your life. When man tries to attack you and man tries to destroy you, they don't realize they're not fighting another man. They're fighting the forces of heaven and they they will not succeed. They will not succeed, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He is your protector. He is your vindicator. You don't have to stress and worry and try to, what am I going to do about the situation? You just keep yourself walking with God. You keep walking with the Lord. Keep trusting God. He will see you through it, amen. Hallelujah. The third thing that the Lord will do for you when you are under attack is he will restore you. Everybody say restoration. Now, I love restoration because restoration is not just as good. Restoration is better. Better than new. When you see some of the car shows and, and they take an old car and, and that may have not, you know, it's just, it was an old, ugly car, but then they restored it. They make that car better better than it was when they first created that car. God says that he's going to restore you. He's going to, restoration is going to be upon your life. Even those things that have been stolen from you, even those things that are broken uh, in your life, relationships, finances, health, stress, all those things, God will, will, he will restore you. He will restore everything that's been eaten away. Amen. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28 it says and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose purpose for them how many of you love God so it's all going to work good for you it's going to be all right it's going to be it's going to turn out to your benefit amen you might say well pastor you don't understand I got a terrible report from the doctors it's You might have got a bad report from the doctor, but you got a good report from the Lord. His report says you're healed, amen. And so even though you might be going through a season and a trial and a tribulation, at the end it's going to work out for your benefit, amen. It's going to work out to your good, amen. Tell your neighbor it's all good. You hold on to that promise, even when it looks like everything is lost. And every, nobody wants to go through the fire, but every clay needs to be forged in the fire so that it becomes strong, so that God can use it to serve others. So the things that you go through are just a preparation of the ministry that God has for you, so you can serve others. I would have not known how to pray for the sick unless I went through some sickness myself and had to dig deep in the word of God and grab the Scriptures so that I could release healing upon my body. And now that I dug deep in the word of God, not only have I I've been healed on my body, but I can release healing upon the nations everywhere I go. Amen. And so whatever you're going through, whatever, you, whatever struggle you have, the Bible says that it's all going to work for your good. Amen. Hallelujah. According to his purpose for them. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a promise of the Lord, amen? So we're talking about what to do while we're under attack. Help, I'm under attack. So I want to tell you what to do. How many of you how many can honestly say, Pastor, right now, I'm under attack? Let me see your hands. Okay. So I'm going to give you some directions, amen? Now I'm teaching, not preaching. There's a difference. Preaching would be, "Then you could do it. Go, go, go. I preached a little while ago. Now I'm teaching. So this is information. This is how to. So what do you do? Take notes. Take notes. If you don't take notes, it means nothing. It means nothing. Amen? Because we're talking about what to do. So I'm giving you some instruction, amen? Isaiah 41, verse 10. Do not, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged. For I am your God, I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. If you are under attack, the Lord is telling you right now, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Amen. Hallelujah. That's your word. That's your word. That's your word. Pastor, I'm going through. I'm going, it's like I'm going through hell. Here's your word. There you go. The word of the Lord. Amen. So what, what's the first thing that, that we must do while we're under attack? Number one, do not be afraid. Tell your neighbor, I'm not afraid. It says don't be afraid and do not be discouraged. That's, that's important. That's an important thing. Don't be discouraged. Because that's what the devil does. He discourages you and he destroys the time while you're under attack. Just because you're under attack doesn't mean you have to lose your joy. Just because you're under under attack doesn't mean that you have to lose your peace. The world loses their peace, the world loses their joy, because the world does not have any answer. You have an answer. You might be under attack, but the answer is that God is with you and you're going to have victory in Jesus' name. So don't worry about it, amen. Tell your neighbor, don't worry about it. It's going to be good. It's going to work out, amen. God is with you, amen. He's going to uphold you, amen. So the very first thing that you do when you're under attack is don't be afraid. Don't get discouraged. If you have to, wash your face. If you're angry or frustrated, you have, I'm going to give you my father's rules of of what to do when you're angry. You have two minutes, two minutes to be angry. Just two minutes, that's it. Just two minutes to be angry. And in those two minutes, you cannot say anything and you cannot do anything. But you could be angry. You're like, Pastor, that's not fun. That's no fun. If I'm angry, I want to hit something. I want to scream. I want to, no, 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 no. In those two minutes, you could be angry, but then you have to release it. Amen. Amen. Don't be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Amen. Amen. That means you have to, you have to put on some joy, and put on some, some uh, encouragement in yourself. Encourage yourself. Amen. You should not be looking like death. But, Pastor, I'm going through death. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Don't look like it. Because you're going to go through it. Amen. You're going to make it. Amen. So the Word of God says the very first thing you do when you are under attack is do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Amen. He promises that he's going to carry you. He's going to carry you. That he's going to strengthen you. It says there, I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. When we go through attacks, many times we lose all strength. We lose all encouragement. We just want to fall down and die. But God says, I'm going to carry you. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to uphold you. You're not going to fall. You're not going to slip. You're not going to stumble. God is going to uphold you. I love it because he's my father. And I remember when my daughters were growing up and they were learning how to walk, they might take a step and then they would fall. But I, when they were beginning, I would hold up their hand and I would walk with them and they would lean and they would, they would trust that I was holding them up. And then when I would let them walk, they would take a couple steps and they fell down. But I didn't leave them down on the ground. I went and picked them up and put them back on their feet and said, go ahead, run, walk again, run. You could do this, you could do this. I celebrate the victories. That's what God does with us every day. He sees us walking and trusting him. And even though we might fall and and, and stumble every now and then, God picks us up and says, okay, come on, do it again. You can do it. Come on, come on, come come to daddy. Come to daddy. Come on, come on. That's how your father is. He's looking and he says, come to daddy. Come to daddy. He has his arms open up. He says, come on, you can make another step of faith. Another step of faith. Amen. But you'll get to that place where you run right into the arms of God and he will reward you and he'll give you victory. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so surround, so number two. Number two, the, the second thing you must do is you must surround yourself with people of faith who love you. The second thing you must do when you're under attack is surround yourself with people of faith. Because a lot of times when you, when you get under attack, you surround yourself with people that want to mope and cry and complain just like you. They're like, oh, I don't like that person either. Oh, man, that person's terrible. I hate that boss. Oh, man, this job, they could take it. I don't care. I don't care. no. And you start cursing the things that, that, that are supposed to bless you. you got to surround yourself with people that will encourage you and stop cursing the things that, 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 that you want to bless your, bless your life later on. I'm going to use a crude illustration. When I was a kid, we had this metal canteen. And one day we were driving somewhere. And I was, I was small, and I needed to go. And dad didn't want to, get, to stop. So he said, do it there. So I did it there. But I was growing up. They didn't throw away the cantina. I kept on looking and saying, I'm going to go and put some water and go on an adventure. And they said, you can't do that. So why not? Don't you remember what you did to that thing? You can't drink from the waters that you pollute. That's why you have to guard your speech and guard your cursing and guard your heart because, you know, you can't, you can't curse your husband and expect to be in perfect relationship tomorrow. You can't curse your business, uh, your, the, the, the workplace, and then expect to grow and prosper in that business tomorrow. There's spiritual forces that are in operation. You've given the devil to destroy that business and destroy those people, destroy your husband, destroy your wife, destroy your kids. You have to guard yourself. Let me go back to number two. Surround yourself with people of faith who love you, you pull them close. Amen? You have people of faith in this church that love you. You have pastors and ministers that will walk with you. Amen? You pull them close. And don't, don't surround yourself with those that want to quit. You know, just because your marriage is going through a little struggle, don't run to that single girlfriend of yours that you used to party all the time who still can't find a husband or is on the third one and expect her to give you truths of life. She might be cursing your marriage, but she's looking at your husband, trying to make him the fourth. Let me just keep on. Just, Honey, get the car. Surround yourself with people of faith who love you. Pull them close. When Jesus was going to raise up a little girl from her deathbed, he went into the room and he cleared the room. He, cast, he could tell everybody to get out. Some of you need to tell some people to get out. You need to tell them to get out of your presence. You need to stop taking their phone calls. You need to stop talking to them because they're not people of faith. They can't believe God with you that the dead could ra- rise again. So you have to begin to surround yourself with people that are trusting God with you. And if they're not trusting God with you, you need to begin to to let them go and be somewhere else, but they can't be with you. Amen. If they're speaking death, that's not the one we want to talk to. Amen. We want people of faith. Amen. Surround yourself with people of faith. Amen. So when you're under attack, surround yourself with people of faith. Amen. And then the third thing that you must do when you are under attack is cover yourself with the presence of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God cover yourself. When I worship God, I'm inviting His presence to come in and He covers me with His presence. He begins to minister to my soul. He begins to speak to me the truths of the kingdom of God. When I spend time in the Word of God, I receive answers to my problems. I receive answers to my situation. I have to cover myself with the Word of God. Surround myself wherever I'm at. Where I'm not speaking death, but I'm speaking life. Whatever's flowing out of my mouth is is the Word of God and His praises unto my king amen and so when you're going through a situation get yourself in the presence of the lord learn how to press play on praise and worship music learn how to worship and praise god with your own lips amen because there there's truth there there's there's strength amen when you cover yourself with the presence of the holy spirit and the word of god You will receive encouragement in the word of God. The Holy Spirit will minister to you. And then you have to speak the word that God gives you. Amen. Don't just think it. Speak it. Amen. If it's real and rooted in your heart, it has to flow out of your lips. The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you you believe that God is going to give you victory, let your mouth speak it. Don't speak. Don't, don't, don't keep your words in and just think, speak, we're going to succeed in the name of Jesus. This marriage is going to work in Jesus' mighty name. My kids shall serve the Lord all the days of their life. This body is healed in the name of Jesus. I'm going to get a good report from the doctor today. The doctor is going to tell me that my body is healed in the name of Jesus. Promotion's coming. This month is a month of promotion in Jesus' name. I believe it in the name of the Lord that I'm increasing in everything. Whatever I do shall prosper in Jesus' name. You have to cover yourself with the word in his presence. Amen. Go to Psalms 30. Hallelujah. Psalms 30, verse 5. It says, For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Tell your neighbor, it's only a moment. The struggles and the, and the challenges and the things that are going on, it's just a moment. But the favor of God is forever. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. God's going to turn it around. He's going to remove every, every tear, every sorrow. He's going to wipe it away. Joy is coming in the name of Jesus. And so I want to encourage you to prepare yourself for a new season of joy and victory. Prepare yourself that even though you might be under attack, begin to prepare yourself that when God rips and destroys those chains off your life and how he vindicates you and he protects you, how you're going to praise him and worship him in that season. I want you to begin to see yourself walking up to the altar and saying, i got a good testimony to share of what my god has done for me i want to begin to be for you to begin to think and dream how god is going to change everything how that wayward child is going to come back how that doctor is going to come before you and say i don't know what happened but that cancer is not there anymore how that person is going to go before you and say even though i was planning on firing you i'm going to promote you today because things have changed the favor of god is forever And you got to see it. You got to believe it. And you got to prepare yourself to enter into the season of victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what God will do for you. Amen. So prepare yourself. Tell your neighbor, prepare yourself. And then what do we do? What do we do in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the, the problem? Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. In Psalms 34, verse 1. I'm going to ask the worship team to come on up. Verse 1 says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. Pastor, you don't understand. You don't know the struggles I'm going through. You don't know what they're telling, saying that i done or didn't do. You don't know what people are, are, are saying behind my back. The word of God doesn't care about that. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Say no more fear. fear. He frees you of all your fears, Amen. amen. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy no shadow of shame will darken their faces in my de- in my desperation i prayed and the lord listened he saved me from all my troubles it didn't say just a few troubles it didn't say just the ones that are really small all your troubles all your troubles Verse 7, for the angel the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you, his godly people. For those who fear him will have all they need. Even strong lions sometimes go hungry. But those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. Hallelujah. Come on, praise God. Praise God. You have to understand, the trick is on the devil. Because he thought he was going to destroy you. But now you're stronger. Because you learn how to fight in faith. You learn how to, to seek God. You learn how to walk with the Lord. You go to another level of faith. You become invincible, indestructible. You become a fortified city that God can do great things in your life you got to learn how to praise them. The Bible says that we're supposed to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. If you're going through something, if you're going through difficulties, that's the time to praise God loud. That's the time to, to give him worship, not complain and cry. That's time to go before God and shout how good he is. Amen. I want everyone to stand up on your feet.